strike a match. As I sit here in my office, looking out the window to the gray, gloomy sky, I find myself feeling a little lethargic. I'm not really inspired to take that brisk 30-minute walk my doctor said I needed to take every day. I don't want to read the book sitting next to my favorite reading chair. I don't even think I have anything to say as I write this. It's just one of those days, and it's only Monday. Do you ever have moments where you just can't get motivated to participate in life? I'm generally a pretty positive person, but once in a while I get a case of what my mama used to call the blues. On days like this, I used to retreat into myself and literally block out anything that might lift me out of my funk. Recently, I was able to retire early from an awesome career working for The Mouse. Over my nearly 25 years there, I learned, out of necessity, how to set aside that blue feeling. At first, it was because I had guests who paid a lot of money to be there and I couldn't ruin their visit. Then, it was because I had a team of cast members I was responsible for that needed me to encourage them and keep them going, even when they didn't feel like it or they were just chewed out by a guest who didn't like that they had to wait in yet another line for this or that or the other. I'll admit, there were days it was really hard to keep that smile on my face. But now that I'm not there day in and day out, I've realized something. I've come to understand that something I did out of necessity has become a life habit. I learned a very valuable spiritual lesson from a company that is not in the least bit spiritual. Here's what I learned. Allowing myself to wallow in anger or self-pity did nothing for me, and it did even less for those around me. If I choose to keep my attitude in the pits, I disappear into the crowd. And the world is filled with more crabby, frustrated people than there are variations of a latte at my favorite coffee shop. I'll let you in on a secret. I hate being one of the crowd. I like being different and noticed and sticking out and thinking that I can leave a footprint on the earth once I'm gone. Every time I realize I'm sounding and looking like everyone else, a little spark goes off inside of me. I get a little feisty, and the small voice that has been drowned out by my gloominess gets a little louder. Stand up, it starts to shout. Be different. Shake up the status quo. And before I know it, I feel like a match has been struck inside my very soul that energizes me and reminds me that I don't have to be like the crowd. I don't have to be like so many others who wander through life with their heads down looking for the next thing to complain about. I'm unique and special, and God made me like no one else. I'm made to encourage others and make others smile. I'm created to draw attention away from my bad mood and human selfishness and towards the beauty that God has created for all of us to soak up and enjoy. I'm compelled to be thankful that God made me as I am, and He wants the best for me, and He has a plan for me that does not include feeling sorry for myself. So, even now that the rain has started falling outside my window, I notice that I'm sitting up a little taller. I'm typing a bit faster, and I can feel the match that has been lit. God has me here for a reason, and I'm pretty sure it isn't to mope around and sigh like a soap opera actor. I can be a match that has been struck against the rough covering of the matchbox. It starts as a tiny flame and then grows into a warm, welcoming fire. 
I just have to allow the fire of being a daughter of the king catch. When I do, I feel unstoppable. That's a much better way to live, at least in my opinion. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. Pass it on. Kurt Kaiser